narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. in the Havana room and I wasn't in the back the back behind the curtain with the fat guy Kislyak and and you know, the other trolls and Lavrov and his big ass head and and the in the Ukrainian peace plan and Kalimnik and Paul Manafort getting the given I wasn't there for that but on January 6 I sat and watched my fellow Americans uh, besiege the Capitol leading up to January 6 because I have something called YouTube this double secret Glomar thing. <laughs> I had YouTube and I could watch Roger Stone and I could watch, not Paul Manafort, uh, Giuliani. I could watch Mike these Flynn. guys and Mike Flynn announced what they were doing. I saw the people with the t-shirts. I, I, we learned then right after it, we learned about Jenny Thomas paying for busloads of people to be coming in. We watched Josh Hawley with his fist up. We watched them orchestrate this whole thing and we watched a gallows get constructed on our Capitol grounds. I didn't see the defecation spreading on the walls. That's probably the only thing we didn't really bear witness to, but we saw it. We experienced this, this happened to us. This happened to us. So come out and talk to us. You don't have to spoil anything simply by coming out and giving a weekly address to the American people about the most dangerous and serious thing that ever happened to Holy shit. This happened to us. Yeah. Right. Never Same had thing updates. for the, just come and talk to us. There's that doesn't mean you're spoiling anything. And certainly if there is going to be a message coming out of leadership, whether it's the department of justice or whether it's our, our administration now, that message should not be, yeah, we're just going to move on and we just need to keep moving up. Holy. Shit. So they you know, say and this, they, I want to say this. Yeah, Let me say this when my yeah, ancestor yeah. is behind me. I got <laughs> the ancestors all around me. Let them hear it. Okay. Um, who built this nation. If people want to come for ancestry and come for family and come for lineage, you come up against mine. Good luck. You know, we've been in there from the beginning building this, building this shit here. Okay. I remember because I'm older than you guys, not by a lot, but I am older than you. And that made a difference in childhood in that I remember distinctly when Nixon was pardoned by Ford and he was let off. I remember what happened in my house with my parents and that outrage. It was such a profound moment for me as a child. And I remember it from my grandparents and I, I just look, that was an unacceptable thing that that man was not held accountable. It was a huge mistake. The people who knew that it was a huge mistake knew it in the moment. I don't even think the folks that really understood that actually ever got over that. If this administration, if this House, if this Senate, and if this Department of Justice believe that they're going to be able to just round up a bunch of radicalized knuckle draggers and, and, and throw them into, into prison on, oh, yo, you trespassed, and that and not go after the generals and not go after the leaders and not hold people accountable because they think it's too fucking difficult for this nation to survive or to get through. Uh, that, what I saw in my house, what I remember as a child, the outrage around Nixon just getting pardoned, I, I think across this nation, you're going to see a, a reaction to that 
You want to be afraid of that because that's the that's a self-destructive act. That's a self-destructive act for everyone in a position of leadership to actually go along with something like we're not going to hold the leaders of that insurrection responsible for the insurrection. That somehow that that would be more difficult for a nation than it would be to prosecute them and bring them to justice and make sure that we rectify that incredible wound that they inflicted on us. Holy cow. They I just showed you one of the Oath Keepers together. with Roger Stone. And that wake up. With, in that morning, wake they were together. Up. This is the wokeness. Mm. I don't want to hear about wokeness if, this is, if these people are in a state of denial to where they think that we have not been paying attention to every single detail along the way. We know every single detail of what's going on. We have been digging it up ourselves because it's not really coming at us from you because there's no leadership from the Hill because there's no one talking to us in a meaningful way on a regular basis of what's going down at the Department of Justice. So we are keeping track of it all. We're spending our time, our energy, our money, our faces on, on, in our voices and our names and our reputations on platforms like this to continue to try to look at this and to understand what happened to us. Do not think that is a little thing that's gonna just go away because we have to heal or something. That's not healing. That's not healing. That I, I don't know how to I don't know how to shake them up. I don't know how to shake these Dems up. Holy cow, they better wake up. Because not everything's just gonna be Eric Swalwell chasing Mo Brooks around trying to <laughs> get him into a court of law. If that's what we're reduced to, to some level of accountability yeah. from the leadership role, the political leadership role. And our, even our military leaders, I am concerned about the Pentagon's role. You know, I'm concerned about that, uh, about Mike Flynn's brother. I am. Mm. What role All did they them. have in that insurrection? You can't just and round up the people who were radicalized and think that we somehow think there's a victimization card that they're going to be able to play in that as well and not bring in the generals and not bring in the planners and not bring in the leaders and not bring in the tactical folks that you were pointing out, yeah. Zab. They're getting some of them. They're getting these guys, but they're not, not getting Roger Stone and they're not getting Alex Jones and they're not getting Michael Flynn. And those are the people that should be out there because those are the people who ultimately put this all together. And so did Donald Trump. And it's provable that Donald Trump was involved in organizing this way, way back. And the Stuart Rhodes guy, clearly he is still in contact with the, that entire Tea Party movement that launched all of this, that Ron Paul and Rand Paul gave the world. That's the Tea That's Party. Right. They gave him that. And out of that came this came January the 6th. And Stuart Rhodes is the guy orchestrating this whole thing. And you talk about the military, he's going in there and recruiting current military officials and soldiers, and he's That's enlisting right. them into this movement, which he claims is to protect the constitution. But on the other hand, he feels like he can have an insurrection and storm the Capitol on January the 6th. These people are getting let, they're all gonna get off, I think, to, to a large extent. Five people mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and two more, yeah. right? That perished afterwards. Right? And it's a total of five. Was a and total defecate. Of yeah. And but even, even regardless of all of that, even if they didn't. And how many didn't. are wounded? How many Capitol Police are wounded? And try to disrupt our democratic process. They they attack the democratic process. That's the, that's the thing that I keep getting to. It's, the they try to overthrow process. the government. They try to take the they legal vote. They try to vote overthrow the government. And they try to overthrow the government and change the election result. So instead of Joe Biden right now, who's been doing pretty good job, thanks to the will of the people, we would have Donald Trump in there right now if these people okay. had their way. It's not 
and also under some sort of military rule. It's the most significant thing that's probably happened to America since, I don't know, the Civil War, probably. I can't think of anything that's been as momentous in terms of it being a challenge to the Constitution. And all these MPs, or MPs, um, representatives sitting in the House who are have to swear allegiance to the Constitution. That's their, They get in there, they do the oath, they raise their arm, they say this thing. They're all supporting this coup. They're supporting the overthrow of the government by hiding it, by having a cover-up. By why they're covering it up? They're covering it up because they are themselves involved in an unconstitutional crime. Yeah. And you're right about the it's in it is in the Bill of Rights. It's the 14th Amendment, I believe, Section 3, which says that you cannot basically oh. sedition or treason with people yeah. or give aid or comfort to the enemy. You cannot serve in the fucking Congress. So these people need to yeah. be tossed. That's but right. The other thing, again, another thing that's bothering me, I'm doing a little bit. I, it's time to be critical of Joe now, because the, ultimately, and I get, again, here's our guy from before. It needs to be honest. There needs to be a wall between the White House. We can't appear to be uh, um, biased. Um, but you know what, Joe? You you can go and say that here. That was an attack on our democracy. I have instructed Merrick Garland to find everybody involved with it and lock them up forever. Go do it. Why do we keep bringing it up? Keep bringing it up. Yeah. The president needs to talk about this shit. It's fucking important. Yeah. I don't think there's any pro. If if the roles were reversed. Not that we would ever storm the Capitol our side, but if the roles were somehow reversed, Trump wouldn't be like, well, I can't say anything. Forget it. You'd never hear the end of it if it was a Republican president. Which is what's January, June 6th, right? That's just, it's been five months? Is that right? Or four months? June 4th. So it's, we're going to get to June 6th. Or is that January, February, March, April? Sunday, it will be. Five months, months, and we still have not had a proper briefing by anyone at the Department of Justice about what happened. That well, Sunday is D-Day, so maybe they'll fucking well, take it to the Nazis. Um, you know what? I've not taken any commercial breaks. I realize we've just been talking for 15 minutes. All of <laughs> you are interested commercial. in all these things. Yeah, I'm going to try to find it here. All right, we'll be right back. We have lots more, actually, so come back. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Oh, okay. Now that summer is almost here and COVID is almost gone, this may be a good time to get some things off your to-do list, like maybe getting life insurance. You know, my mom is really good with finances and she's always telling me, what about life insurance? It's so important. And I can tell you that Policy Genius is a great place to get life insurance because you can compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why compare? You can save as much as 50% or more of life insurance by comparing those quotes. And you could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare those policies for you. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five star rating across thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. This is how it works. Getting started is really easy. First, you head to policygenius.com, and in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and scheduling for you. Policy Genius never sells your information to other companies, and that means you don't have to worry about your privacy and they don't add extra fees. Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Now that summer is almost here and COVID is almost gone, this may be a good time to get some things off your to-do list, like maybe getting life insurance. You know, my mom, I don't know what's going on there. But there you go. I apologize for that. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have too many buttons to press over here. In fact, I don't even want that thing to be playing in the corner, but there you go. So yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, I was, was looking at some of the comments while we were on break. Yeah. That was good. And at, at the idea of Asha being the next FBI director is everyone's very excited about that. How do we get That's that happening? Exciting. Maybe she needs to go work for Gazprom for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ross Neft. Well, we you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. This, Deutsche I, Bank. The Oath Keepers, now brought to you by the Rand Paul and Ron Paul Legacy Foundation, or whatever you want to call it. I mean, do you know how many times Ron Paul went to uh, Moscow in 2012? I bet you don't know how many times Ron Paul went to Moscow in 2012. Twice. Twice. Why would he go there for twice in 2012? And Rand Paul, remember when Rand Paul went to drop off a letter with Vladimir Putin that uh, yeah. was handwritten by Donald Trump? So, such yeah. an interesting thing to fly all the way to Moscow to give a letter to Vladimir Putin wasn't even there. And then he invited yeah. invited all the senators to come back, all the all the Russian senators to come and visit the United States because we really need. Oh, it was about engagement. Yeah. You got engaged, <laughs> strength, Jack strength. He also hung out with that guy Kosachev, who, according to the Steele dossier, is is the guy that was hooking up with what's his nose in Prague. This oh. guy is, is John McCain said he was working for Vladimir Putin. And so this is the same guy that but basically. Actually, I have a philosophy. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, he did, and I, I, for libertarian, which is. <laughs> There's a, there's a sketchiness in there as a party. I'm not talking about the philosophy that as a party, there's a lot of sketchiness in the libertarian. But I also don't get, if you're a, such a hardcore libertarian and you don't think the government should be involved in anything, then why are we paying you? Right. <laughs> why are you taking a paycheck? Why are we paying for your flights all over the place? What do we, what, how is that philosophically consistent there? I hate it. It's an interesting question. Why are you serving? The onion destroyed libertarianism in three sentences, like 20 years ago. Oh, oh I, good. I, in I fact, after we're done here, I'm going to tweet it because it's so fucking funny. And it just, you know, <laughs> basically libertarian reluctantly calls fire department, I think is the headline. And it's, you know, <laughs> also, Ron Paul, libertarian, everyone writes, blah, 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 but except for abortion. Ron Paul is the most, you know, hands off the government except for in your couldn't be more private yes except for the most important parts of your life then, then we want the government there so stupidly inconsistent you know, every time dr fauci's on the is giving any testimony right now rand paul is the guy diving down his throat uh, making these stupid debates about absolutely nothing but it, yeah. it's it's clearly russian talking points everyone says that we, yeah. you know, we blame the russians for everything but this is clearly like a kremlin talking point that's not something that anyone else has any interest in pushing this vaccine's not working thing it's just it's a this is basically you know, the kremlin talking through the mouth of rand paul and dr fauci having to take this bullshit when he's there every time and now if you turn on fox news all the time they're busy saying that it's all about um you know, that fauci knew ahead of time they found this old clip where they keep playing that fauci predicted that the uh, pandemic was going to come during the trump administration and if you actually listen to the clip, he was talking generically, but they were able to cut it out of context and say, there he is predicting that the pandemic was going to come a year before it, uh, the, the Trump administration started. And it's just like the, the selection of news choices and the, the things that are putting on the air, instead of what the real news is, it's, it's just shocking, really shocking. Wait, so the guy who specializes in studying pandemics predicted when the next pandemic would come? Get right yeah. out of town. <laughs> Why is that even a thing? Specifically, in the next administration, they're going to have to contend with a surprise uh, pandemic. Yeah. Well, which I think he meant, I don't know what he meant, but I suspect he meant that pandemics are coming. It's like saying the next earthquake's coming, coming. The next yeah. earthquake is coming. So, you, you know, it's that prepared. kind of thing. That's, yeah. why there was, that's why there was an entire pandemic response 
playbook that was left behind by the Obama administration for the Trump administration so that Correct, yeah. they would not be caught unprepared with a plan of action should a pandemic hit. So this whole, the weaponization of all of this is, and, and the hard rights, just the right, central right, moderate rights now, mm. moderate Republicans now, going after Fauci with some conspiracy theory, doing this, whipping all this up. They, while also having held on to this thing for, while half a million of us were dying, that it was all a hoax, or we don't need the vaccine or the vaccine exists, but now somehow this thing is very real. This cognitive dissonance, right, is, about making all of us upset. They know they're inconsistent. They know that their base will selectively choose and listen to what they want and believe what they want and just pick. Here's the Chinese buffet of narratives. Pick whichever one you need to fit so you can feel comfortable about your own garbage belief sets, yeah. right? That that That's what it is. It's just a buffet. It's mm -hmm. a buffet. Maybe it's more like the sizzler buffet then the chinese buffet but it's that's all it is just pick what you like you can take the pasta and then you can put the the onion rings on it and then you could put some ice cream in the corner and then you can put a, a taco sauce on it yeah and you, you can all the olives you don't want the olives no problem just forget about the as olives. long as there's no yeah, sneeze guard because yeah. sneeze guards sneeze guards that protect the salad are infringing on my rights well you need to protest something because you're so upset about the fact that your older brother is a successful accountant if you're sitting around staring at your long toenails then you can put your rage onto uh, the sneeze guard. Yeah, that's yeah. on the buffet. And everything, every the argument they're making <laughs> is countering, countered by the next argument. So now they want an I investigation know, into the matter. origins of coronavirus. Last year, they were telling us that they didn't even think the pandemic existed, basically. And how but do you- Let's bring it back around. Okay, so let's bring it back around, Zeb, to what you were saying in the very beginning that was about Donald, right? Mm -hmm. And about his personality. Uh, it's just a whirling dervish. So mm. it's, it's so much stuff being thrown at us. So as long as everyone's distracted by continuing to try to handle or manage or report on or respond to their garbage, then we're not doing the important work that we need to be doing, like unredacting the Mueller report and all the underlying evidence and show us what you found in your house investigation into the pandemic response. We're not asking that. We're not talking about that. We're instead talking about the contradictions right. that that I think that's the big thing is every scandal just covers up the previous scandal. So January the 6th covers up for mm -hmm. coronavirus. We forgot about coronavirus because now we've got another thing to talk about. And so that, you know, it's just the descent into chaos. And it's just, it's just frustrating and annoying. And no one's doing the work. No one's actually in the meantime investigating what happened in either of these things. And I want to know what Jared Kushner thought or well, I don't mm -hmm. know what he thought, but what did he do that for? Why did he yeah. decide to kill so many people? What was going on in that man's brain? Because I don't see the money trail yet. I know there was money there. But... Monster? I don't know. Yeah, that too. But I know there's we haven't money. Seen the money. That... We How don't know where. We see the money. There's so much we haven't, we don't, that's discoverable. This isn't mysterious stuff. And right. okay, let's have the voice now because we'll have the peanut gallery mansplaining to us that we just don't understand how the Department of Justice works, and if things are in some well, kind of sealed yeah. indictment at the grand jury. The forensic accounting, you can't for evidence to be uh, stolen away. We have to really make sure that we have an airtight indictment. That has to be uh, airtight before the indictment is airtight. You can't, uh, can't move yeah. on any uh, yeah. uh, thing. But this you is know, the game. This is the game that they're playing. You know what? Who plays the game better than anybody else who invented this game is Rudy Giuliani. 
He knows what they're doing. They know they can punch this down the line as much as they want. He's the guy who made all this up back in the 80s. He knows exactly how to drag a court case out for as long as he needs to and then let the guy off at the end as he did with so many bigwigs in the 1980s, including Adnan Khashoggi. I'm surprised, by the way, that we haven't talked about it. That's a little drop right there. Good for you, Zach. Right. Remember that case? I remember that case. Yeah, I remember (laughs) that case, too. Imagine We have not talked about the biggest scandal. Hmm? Sorry, Mr. Oh. Oh, no, you're talking about the money. I don't want to. No, because the biggest scandal. Of the no, week, I just did a side comment to Zeph. Yeah. Okay. What's the biggest scandal? What's the biggest scandal? And I'm still outraged about it. It's because Kamala Harris said, have a nice long weekend. You know, you want to talk about the world <laughs> ending. How dare she wish me to have a good time on a holiday weekend? That's the first time we can go outside in a fucking year and a half. What, what a monster. Can you imagine? <laughs> Memorial Day, the day when all of America just goes to the graveyard and just stays there for 12 hours. <laughs> I still don't understand what the fuck. I don't understand that oh, at gosh. all. I do not understand. <laughs> Can I just say something about Kamala? Because I think this woman it's is taking fake on. patriotism. I was at my site, but, but she has taken on up. every major portfolio now, and then and she's not kicking it. She, every single thing that she's taken on, she's done really well. And now she's got two more. She's got the voters' right bill that they just uh, he added to her portfolio. She was just trying to figure out how to stop the the immigration um, from coming from all these uh, South American countries, and she's been doing an absolutely remarkable job and quietly. But I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of her. I think we're. I think her year yeah. in training has happened, or half year in training, and she's going to be emerging as quite the apparently very effective leader. Apparently, making things happen quite well. And I think people are maybe underestimated her. Maybe didn't expect that she would rise to the challenge. But I didn't. I think she's she's the one to watch as we head into twenty four. And I don't know who they'll put up against her, but they're not going to win. I don't think. If, if depending if Biden doesn't run, of course. I, do you think he's going to? Greg. Greg uh... I'm I'm waiting to see Kamala do what Greg. I can't remember that wonderful woman, Greg, that you had write the article about how she's actually oh, the Kirk. president of yeah. the Senate. Yeah, yes. Socrates. Yes. That Socrates, oh. Lisa oh. Socrates. Yeah, well, she can't. She hasn't needed to yet because we won. Can she kill that the was... filibuster? Can she be the extra no, voice, the extra she, vote to kill the filibuster? I, I don't know. I look. I don't know the first thing about Parliament. If she can, then she just. She well, let's just bring Lisa it. back. We Let's should bring Lisa, Lisa back. I'm really curious about yeah. that because she was Let's right about that. Because they use that, say, Pence used that a lot in the last administration. Every time they needed an extra vote, Pence came down and said, oh, well, yeah. This wasn't yeah. an extra vote. Her thing wasn't the vote. We've I always mean, done that. Right, right. The issue is that she can say, oh, Mitch McConnell, you're not actually the Senate. But I'm the vice president and I control the Senate. Fuck you, right. sit down. And there's nothing he can do about it. That was her argument, except that we won the Senate. Right. So we it's... have chosen, <laughs> as the Democrats, we've chosen a new or we've chosen our Senate majority leader, and we've also chosen Mitch McConnell, apparently, because he's getting his fucking way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, well it's... played. That's right. I don't get it. I do not get the Chuck again, Schumer thing. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on there. I'm going to be patient and whatever, but there's not much room or not much time because we're, it's June. They, this is not, they're going to be around for very much longer in this session. And they're in the elections already. And if everyone's predictions are somewhat accurate, I cannot believe this is true. But some, most people believe that the Republicans will win back the House next year. And I, that seems to be the prevailing theory around there, out there, based oh, on just well, the redistricting uh, alone. Get ready for this. Get ready for this. You can't indict uh, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. 
yeah. Speaker yeah, he's the Speaker of the House. He's in, he's in line. He's in line for the uh, succession. But that's the timing. The timing is really important here. I don't think people are really paying enough attention to the fact that you know, all that Mitch is thinking is just get me to the end of the of the next session, and then I'm and then that's mine again. Who knows? That was the House, by the way, not, not the Senate that they'll win, but who knows what will happen in the Senate. What else should we talk about? What else should we talk about? We're almost out of time. We might be out of time. I think we're out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> I just wanted to I end with something fun. I got, oh, wait, I got something I got, fun here. I, know, I finally I set up wait, your... Oh, oh, good. good. I've got your thing. Your, oh, let's hear the ad. Okay, the good. Ad, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's see if I can yeah. get it right. Okay, dun, 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 let me see. They vanished without a trace leaving behind no clue of their whereabouts. Follow along with detectives, friends, and family as we uncover the timeline of their mysterious and unexplained disappearance. Missing persons on the True Crime Podcast Network. This week's episode, Attorney General Merrick Garland. He came into the Department of Justice with a fanfare. He was a champion of truth. He wept at his confirmation hearing. He hasn't been heard from since... Don't miss Missing Persons, DOJ, now streaming. That's it. That's all. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> doesn't sound like me, does it? Huh? It doesn't sound like you, no. It does no, not sound it's like you. it's a really good one. Yeah. It's a really good one. That was really well done. That was yeah. really well done. I can't believe it's you, actually. And the first few times I heard your podcast, I wasn't paying enough attention. I was like, that's it's really, it's really interesting ad that they got playing there. And I didn't, I thought it was really the, the I didn't listen to the, you play the ads. I never listened to the words of the ads. I just thought the crime time things was really interesting. So there you go. You've got a future in the voiceover work for the cable networks for A&E or something. I or, always do fake ads, oh, by the way, right at the beginning of the show. I think people, maybe people just skip it every time. It's, it's almost things like a little bit more of, it's going to be funny right here. My favorite uh, part. It's my favorite part. <laughs> it's very well done. Well, we really had well like great, I'll, I'm going to tease a little bit for World Beneath. Yes. So I had, and, and Greg, they actually used the other audio, which is interesting, but I had a line, the very famous gangster that I needed read. And Greg gave me a bunch of readings because actually the silent one gave me the first reading and I'd spent time with him. And if you listen to the audio of me coaching him and trying to get sort of get some variations on this line, it's just one line. It was just uh, one line. Do you remember it, Greg? Am I allowed to say yeah, it? You stick to, you can say it. Wait, what's the word? That you, stick to oh, your, tra- you stick you to stick your to trade, your... I'll stick to mine. Yeah, that's so the that's the line. And the silent one was giving it, and I, I did like 11 takes with him. And he gave it the same way every single time he did it here. It was different. He did, no, he, like, I, I know. I don't know if he's listening, but I just want to say he did not do it the exact same. Way. He did not. He did respond to the, to the direction. I, like, I, I, I think no. He's he admits it. He was on the floor laughing when he listened to it because in his mind it was totally different. Anyway, we had, but Greg gave me like, okay. I'll take care of this for you. He gave me like five different readings and five different voices, totally different. I was like, wow, man. All right. You're, I'm going to find it's a bigger part. It's talented, this guy. You. I'm telling you. There's a, I'm going to give a bigger part for Greg Oliar. What, what's what's your dream the part sack. in the next, in the next season? Do you have a dream part in the mobster world? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Oh. I, 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 no, I don't have a dream mobster I part. <laughs> but, you know, I, I can do New Jersey mobster till the cows come home. I think you can. I think you do a pretty good job of that. So yeah, the, uh, really good. the world beneath begins when? Tonight's show is brought to you by Helix Sleep, and they have a special offer for narrative viewers. 
I've heard it from so many people. The one thing that's changed since January is their sleep. Not waking up worrying about what the president might have done or said or tweeted makes the world of a difference. I don't think I had a good solid night's sleep in four years. And it wasn't only the president. My 10-year-old mattress, which started life as a 12-inch foam mattress, had shrunk to an 8-inch mattress. And getting out of bed was often more of a slide than a bounce. It was time for a new mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? Changing the course of a country can take a village. Changing the course of your sleep takes a quiz. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash narrative. That's the way we spell narrative, N-A-R-A-T-I-V. That's helixsleep.com slash narrative for up to $200 off and two free pillows just for you. Really good. The world beneath begins when? Yeah, when? I can't say the date yet. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I there's all you. these sort of rules. I'm so sorry. I know you thought you'd get me. It, it, it is, it's sooner than what you think. It's sooner okay. than what you think. It's not going to be late in the summer or anything, but it's coming quick. We're going to do a whole thing. There's a whole other package that we're going to let. Uh, I just talked to in the studio today that Zev is going to be able to play for everybody. We'll just give it to you, Zev, because you've exciting. been so supportive and so amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it'll be part of that. And then every little step along the way, there'll be a little bit more stuff. That's just how, that's just how, you know, they want to do it. I think it's going to so. be great. I think it's going to be so exciting. It's yeah. perfect for the summer. I mean, I can't think of a better thing to sit and do in the summer, so. but just let's listen. Well, to okay, so wait, time. we should have a contest. And here's this is how we can end on this. Which <laughs> thing will happen okay. first, okay? Netanyahu actually oh. leaves. Uh, oh. LB's podcast comes out. About that guy. Wow. Merrick Garland actually speaks to us. Those are the three things. Which one is going oh, to be Oh, I win. Jamie LB wins for yeah. sure. There's no doubt. There's no doubt of that. I am not, uh, I don't think Netanyahu is ever going to leave, but we'll see. There's a, there's a coalition there. We'll see what happens. Leaving. Yeah. He's, he's got to leave. He's got to leave. I think he's, it's time. It's time. You can't stay in charge for things like that that long. Nobody likes it. That matters anymore. Well, that's a good way of ending the show. And for being here, we'll be back on Tuesday. There's so much other good stuff. I keep investigating on January 6th, but I'll uh, fit that into Tuesday's show. And also the Queen has a dinner oh, with yeah. Joe Biden coming up soon, which is wouldn't you like to be on fly on that? How can we not world? talk about the queen? How can we not? We're not going to. Oh. We'll talk about it next time. On that note, next thanks very much for joining us. Patreon.com forward slash narrative for your uh, donations or otherwise from our for narrative. Or tell us about yours, Greg Oliar at Prevail. Oh, yeah. It's Prevail. At Prevail. <laughs> on and, and on my, my Okay, there you go. Podcast. And LB's podcast is called The World Beneath. The World Beneath. Uh, and that's all happening this summer. And that's all we got. So have a great night, everybody. Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative.